0: Hello again and welcome to The Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. The Master's Voice has mirror channels on Rumble, BitChute and Brighteon, so be sure to check those out. You can find them by looking in the drop-down menu which is just below the name of the channel. After every single video, there's a blurb underneath that tells you what the video is about. There's Um, there's links to go back to the main blog, the master's voice prophecy blog. And then at the very bottom, you'll see, um, all the information about alternate channels because the alternate channels are where certain videos are hosted. You can't get those videos here anymore for obvious reasons, because YouTube is really tightening the net on what we can talk about. YouTube is beginning to, and has been for quite some time, severely restricting Speech, So it's not everything that I'm able to speak about here freely, but everything that God wants you to know has been captured here. I would say about 95% and you can find the other 5% about 26 or 27 prophecies. Concerning 2020, concerning what went on in 2020, what was it exactly? What was it that the entire world was asked and then coerced and then forced and then threatened to participate in? What was that that has disrupted the way of living that we know? Why was it done? Where is it heading? What were the outcomes from it? And what did God have to say about it? Those videos can be found on my medical playlist on Rumble, Bitchute, and Brighteon. But today, I'm going to be covering a well-worn theme here on The Master's Voice. This is, I would say, the central theme of this work. It talks about war that is going to come to America, civil war, and the rise of of military military state, a military state in the United States. So we know that America is famously tagged as land of the free and the home of the brave. This is the tagline that goes along with the star-spangled and every child is told these things from the cradle, that America is um, the freedom fighter of the world, that America is the home, the cradle of democracy, that America will go out there as the white knight and defend injustices far and wide. But is this true? Is this true? Can this be proven to be historically true, at least in the last 50 to 60 years? Who has been the chief instigator of wars around the world? Who has caused the loss of life of hundreds of thousands of people and the various female secretaries of state have come out and said, well, we see it as collateral. Isn't it interesting that thousands and thousands of thousands of people and their children have been bombed out of existence in vietnam and here people watch this on cnn or they watch nostalgic reviews of these things because history is written by the victor but history does not stay written that way in heaven the final hour that is the final estimation of all america's actions has been taken by god and his estimation is that America is guilty of heinous crimes against other nations. No matter how many Hollywood movies are made here to depict it otherwise, this country is guilty of a lot of sin against others. And the end that the Lord has pronounced, please understand, this is not a suggestion. This is God's final prophetic utterance towards the United States that is not going to change or go away. God's estimation is Very simple. It is out of his law. And it is that as you have done to others, so will it be done to you. Today's prophecy came in parts because I had several dreams. Each dream was its own part. And there is only one part that is going to be made separately because the Lord said to make that prophecy separately. And that is concerning. The worldwide queen of music and pop Beyonce, she will get her own prophecy separately because the Lord said not to blend it here, even though it is part of the dreams that I had in one night. Today's prophecy is called war, civil war, and the America mili- the American military state, February 24th, 2023. And so I will go to the second dream after I'd woken up from the first dream that I had about Beyonce and I fell asleep again, I dreamt that I was supposed to go to a very important school dance, but my mother didn't want me going. And so I was at home, um, getting ready to go to this school dance and my mom went and sat herself in the living room to act as a gatekeeper because then from that place she could see all exits front door back door i wouldn't be able to get out of the house without passing by her so i didn't know she was doing this so when i was ready i just came through and i popped my head in to say you know i'm on my way now and then she said um no it's not time for you to go yet And I, I, I tried to reason with her. I was like, mom, you, I told you about this event already. I told you that this is very important and it actually started an hour ago at 8. PM and it's now past nine and I have to be there. And she was, she was so frustrated and she kept saying to me, don't go, please. I don't want you to go. But I replied, mom, it's important. I have to be there. I have to go. And so we're going back and forth, back and forth. And then the clock got to 9-11. And then when the clock hit 9 nine eleven, it stopped. So it, it stopped at 9-11. And then the numbers began to get very big and come off of the clock. So it was a digital clock with numbers in red. The clock began to blink 9-11, 9-11, 9-11. And then the numbers got very much bigger than the clock and came off the clock and then began to come towards me in the dream like this, 9-11, 9-11. And even though I was sleeping, I said, oh no, I've been seeing this same 9-11 everywhere just like this. And then I woke up from the dream. And so the part of the dream that is speaking of My family. I will not really go into it because I already have the understanding of what it is. People act as if I am a fresh mango that fell off a tree somewhere and don't have family. But I know that the Lord was showing me that as I continue to carry out my calling as His mouthpiece, as I continue to fulfill and stand and speak the words that the Lord has put in my mouth, they will cover some very dangerous things. They will cover things that nobody who brings a daughter in this world wants their child to be involved in because they know what this country is like and they know what this nation does to whosoever speaks the truth and comes against the narratives, the mind games, the psyops, the lies, That have been put forward for longer than my lifetime such mind games and psyops and lies that its people at large seem to love and even take comfort in america takes comfort in the ideology of her righteousness which in reality does not exist she covers herself with a false sense of security that she is god's own when in truth The nation is being rebuked from foreign seas as the false nation that it is, a nation that assumes righteousness and yet its walls are broken down. Its morality falls flat on so many issues and yet wants to stand at global podiums and tell other people how to live. I know that God was showing me that even if those who love me worry I am supposed to stand and say what the Lord is telling me to say. And so concerning this 9-11, as soon as I woke up from this second dream, the Lord spoke and he said that America will have a 9-11 event. He said it will be another devastating attack. And he said that no external force will do this. His exact words, when you see this event, it is America doing it to traumatize America Once more, most people are not aware that the first 9-11 was a sacrifice and a ritual, a terrible blow on America's consciousness and the most effective means of sowing insecurity, fear, weakness, and xenophobia. That is the hatred of other nations, the hatred of other cultures, suspicion feeling justified in suspecting someone just because they're a different ethnicity to you. And usually certain ethnicities have been singled out for this xenophobia, such as Asians and Arabs. Xenophobia, the Lord says, that has ever been done in this nation. Now, at this time, I will pause. I'm not sure if I should integrate Into this message, but I think I will. Several other messages. When the Lord says another 9 11 attack, another devastating um, event, I have about three prophecies to that vein. So we might be thinking, well, Celestial, where is this going to be? Is this going to be Florida? Is it going to be, you know, is it going to be, um, on the east coast, it is going to be on the west coast, it is definitely going to be an east coast attack because the Lord has already said multiple times that New York City is going to have another terror attack. He's already said that the place the second 9-11 is going to take place is exactly where the first 9-11 took place because he said that the consciousness of New Yorkers in particular is going is going to be extremely bruised. He said, it's going to be extremely traumatizing for New Yorkers because they are going to experience again, the panic, the fear, the cluelessness, the terror, the terror, terrible feeling of not knowing what is going on. They're going to live through all that again. And God said that this is an internal false flag that is intended to usher in the beast system, which is also known by its other name. The new world final letter is a circle. And you know what that means. And so he says, having this done in the same place and to the same nation collectively is going to traumatize the nation. And God was showing me as I was up Just sleepy, but listening as he was bringing me into the understanding of this. The security measures that came into America came into America largely on the back of the opportunity that the first 911 gave the nation, the nation's leaders to implement things that the people would never accept on a good day. So on a good day, Americans know their rights. They know the different amendments. They know what they can and cannot do, free speech and the right to uh, movement and the right to have your whippersnapper, your uh, weapon of protection. People know their rights. Even if they're not fluent in the rights, people know what they can and cannot do. And people know what's guaranteed by the constitution. They know that they have the right to call a lawyer. They know that they have the right to ask the, the police to show badge numbers and identification and things like that. And so they would never naturally agree to certain erosions of the rights that protect their person protect their property and protect protect their civil liberties unless there is what is called a mitigating factor or an overwhelming reason a mitigating factor is i would always do this Consistently, I would choose this, but in certain circumstances where the the landscape has greatly changed and I don't know what's going on, I can easily be persuaded to change my choice to this, even though when I'm secure, when I'm in comfort, when I'm dwelling in certainty and I've got both hands on the driver's wheel, I would never choose this in a million years. What's this? This is being able to search backpacks at the Staten Island Ferry, to just walk around the MTA and say, can we take a look in that bag, ma'am? To stop people on the street and frisk them, to stop them and call it a routine traffic stop and then end up shooting them somehow in that encounter and making it their fault when they're already dead. When we're in this realm, things from this realm don't happen. But when this realm is struck a terrible blow so that it shakes, or in some cases, as 9-11 was, because it was such a blow, it breaks. You are able to craft a new world here. That is what they did the first time. But now we're going to take the world that's here and we're going to move it here. The world that was originally here is off camera. It is now dead. You can be stopped and frisked and it will not be called any kind of profiling. It will be called national security. We live in a world where, especially in a city like this, as you walk around and you are in various public spaces, you constantly hear, if you see something, say something. Call an MTA officer or just call a normal officer or just call and tell us what you have observed. We are already conditioned to think That we're supposed to be walking around, making it our business to spy on one another and call it up and see, see, I see a person walking their dog and they look suspicious. I see a person that I feel should not be in this building. And so I'm just calling it in. We're already getting geared up into that world that is going to merge seamlessly into the coming social credit system world. And so that old world of mind your business and be a good citizen when you have to, It died on the back of 9-11. And the world that was here, the world nobody would choose of taking off your shoes at the airport and basically being stripped down and walking through that little radiation portal all the time to make sure that you're not an aisle this or an aisle that or uh, a terrorist in the making being scanned with infrared radiation to see are you sweating too much? Could you be planning to do something the way the TSA can just grab people by their arms and their legs, and unceremoniously take men and women off flights as if they are bundles of dirty laundry. These things were inconceivable maybe 20, 30 years ago, but 9-11 changed all that. So that world, the world called A world, is now off camera, and B world that was here, that nobody would choose, is now here. This is not enough for the architects of destruction. And so God is letting us know that there is a final world coming. World C, the world of transhumanism, the world where you will own nothing and be happy, the world of smart cities, the world of green cities, the world of 12-minute cities. A smart city means that everything in that world, your fridge, your door, the doorknob, your smartwatch, everything will be tech. They will tell you that it's going to be tech-friendly but actually it's only friendly to the leadership. It is there to monitor you. It is there to check your body temperature and check your facial movements to see she is 96% telling the truth and 4% keeping a lie behind her heart, question her deeper. That's what the smart city will do. It will be presented as convenience, but actually it's a very well decorated and smoothly set up rat trap for what is coming next. After the smart city, you will get the green city. We're already starting to experience this. We're being told that it's greener to not use certain types of fuels, and that's the big debate in the world today. But really, because they want to switch to energy that is not of this world. Yes, look at me now and roll your eyes, and then later when your power is being provided by a fairy or a green stone that you will be told, we're just going to plug this into the house and it will keep everything running for about three years. You don't know where that stone came from. You don't know if it's actually Krypton that Krypton, um, that Superman used to die from or whatever. But when these other alt texts show up We will be told that that is the green way to live. However, the road to green is difficult because we have been living a certain way for a long time. And so power costs will keep getting higher and higher and you will start to see storms in the teacup like could your gas stove kill you? We know that you've been using it for 600,000 years, but could it kill you now? Let's all transition to this other greener stove. You're going to constantly see these things in the news. And this is why Christians need to calm themselves and root themselves in an understanding that is deeper than just following news blurbs. Oh, this is fulfilling. That is fulfilling. I always say to people, when things are fulfilling, You will never need to tell me because each and every single one of us will know at the same time that the Lord's words are coming to pass. Smart cities, green cities, short cities. This is the locational limitations that will come with these new kinds of cities. We don't want you to travel too far out because it's not energy wise. Your car is contributing to carbon tax and this and that. They don't want you going too far from the home. It will be exactly the way people put a long leash on the dog and the dog can go certain amounts of space in the yard, but he can't get outside the fence. This is the life. This is the world conceived ahead for us. But in order to bring world C to replace world B because people are already at breaking point. People already get irritated at the airports with these long TSA lines. People already are showing frustration. People are bringing lawsuits. People are saying, how come that I coughed three times and now I'm on the no-fly list for the rest of my life? and things like that. 9-11 took away a lot of rights, but people willingly ceded those rights because they were afraid at the time. But it's been 20 years. People are not afraid anymore. This is why they constantly say, remember, America remembers. America is being asked to remember not so much for honoring what took place before. We're being asked to remember so that it stays at the forefront of the collective consciousness so that we don't forget. And the day it happens again, that old memory will be fresh and come racing back to the front. And this time when they say, we want to scan your pupils for you to enter the supermarket and buy food, we'll be like, "Uh uh-huh, because my pupil will pass the test, but the pupil of the evil people who did this will be caught. And then we go into the world of retina scans, palm scans, things that I have already discussed in detail by God's mercy, not because I read tech magazines, but because I have actually seen and dreamt and seen myself in that time. And that time is not some 50 50 years ago. Please understand the pride, the pride of the ones who are doing this. They don't have 50 year lifespans. Christians, this is how you should think. If you're in some delusion that, oh no, this is for my children's children. No, the people who are doing this are doing it so that they can enter into their fat-free, meat-free, smoke-free, carbon-free utopia. The carbon that they're talking about removing is, we are carbon-based organisms almost 99% combustible in fire. When they say they're reducing carbon, they absolutely mean it, just not how we think. They don't have 50 years. All these people are getting quite up there in years. They fully intend to live in their electric car, fancy world. So they, they don't have 50 years. For this to come to pass just a moment please they are working on it now day and night they are committed and they are going to see to it by all their power and all their strength that they bring it to pass and this is why the church of jesus christ needs to strengthen itself in the lord because by the power of our god his power his might is the only way that we can stand The security measures forced in America after the first 9-11 were a dictator's dream. Search and seizure without a warrant, stop and frisk, increase of metal detectors, strip searches by the police for very small things as a means of intimidation and humiliation, excessive reliance on guns, and a steep rise in the overuse of force by law enforcement shoot first and ask questions later. The no-fly list exploded as citizens are now being dragged off of flights for very tiny things. The power of the air marshals and even common stewardesses now to humble and insult the people who pay their salaries is off the charts. Most of all, even the public institutions have an unhealthy amount of control. They have the right to require further in- information invade your privacy and there is overall in the United States now and in many countries that follow her example a big brother oversight over people civil rights were highly contained and since then the parameters have only gotten tighter as each new administration remembers traumatizing the minds of Americans and reminding us constantly why we need their protection and need to maintain the con- the the level of overall control and military armament that we have now. Since 9-11, America has increased its wars, its foreign aggression, aggression, its political rhetoric, and has protected us, for they say that they serve and protect, and they have protected us right into the net of the NSA, the CIA, the FBI, the CDC, among many others. We are living in a literal spy nation where the government gives itself, I didn't say asks for, gives itself access to monitor everything down to your phone conversation and your shopping habits. And this is where big media, Facebook, Instagram, and all the other places you have given your thumbprint, eye print, and your full name and address, this is where they feed in America consented after 9-11 to a highly xenophobic war because of the fear and the propaganda that followed this event. But the Lord said that after this new one that's coming, fear and propaganda will be ramped up to breaking point. So we can expect to see things like increased tracking and tracing after this. And the rollout of this thing that I was talking about several times last year called the Real ID You can expect to see lockdowns coming back. You can expect to see more frequent use of emergency measures, expanded powers for the White House, the CDC, FEMA, the police, military, and anyone else who serves in any arm of government. The Lord says that it will be a system now of rule by decree. So we have the executive and there's a process where you have to take things to the house and Congress, but all of that will be rolled out the window and we will be back in the emergency measures lifestyle of 2020, where a law can be passed and kept in place indefinitely, simply by a very small group of people determining that the need for that law still exists. So because it's an emergency measure, you can't go and debate it, and you can't bring it to Congress and say it's illegal because they will simply say it's in place because we are in a state of emergency. The Lord said that foreigners will be highly disgusted when they see how America is going to change. And this is what God said, expect to see the U.S. military out in the streets, in full force as the order of the day. This means daily life. People in other countries are used to seeing the police on the street, especially if there's been a coup, especially if it's an unstable nation. People eventually get used to seeing their army out with weapons and the children just get used to seeing weapons right in front of them. Americans are not used to that. Americans are not used to seeing police, army, SWAT, National Guard, special forces, whoever they are. I've always said that I do not know much about these things because it's just not my area. But what I'm trying to say is the section of this country that has the right to wield force within reason. Usually the soldiers will go off to war and you don't actually know any military unless they're your family or you work on the base or you are affiliated with the army, the Navy, the air force in some way. But to see these people outside as a matter of course, to see them outside with their heavy armored vehicles, to see them outside maybe with tanks. One day, as God said, tanks will roll down the street of America as if this were Tiananmen Square. Please hear it. I'm not here prophesying to people about buying Sheba coin. I'm here talking about real things that are going to affect families, lives that are going to affect that pacemaker that someone might have, your blood pressure, your cholesterol. I'm talking about things that will touch us in the skin, serious things that God wants the church to know because the church is going to be here for all of this. God is not taking anyone away just because war is coming to America. So the Lord says that we will see them out with their guns visible in full uniform and they will be ramping up the intimidations. This is speaking roughly to people. This is stopping you for no reason and just detaining you for 20 minutes. And you will think, at least the young people will, They will think that all the woke TikTok videos they've been watching, officer, what's your name? Officer, am I being detained? Am I being detained? Those dudes will tell you yes and book you for absolutely nothing. You will not have the right to call a lawyer. And if they want to keep you for two weeks unwashed in a cell crying and thinking about your parents, they will. They will say that they're keeping you for the sake of national security. And national security, as we know, is more important than your tears. So all the stuff that people think, oh, we're getting this information, we're ready, and we're amped up, it needs to penetrate into someone's mind today that you are not prepared adequately, mentally, and emotionally, probably, for a world where you have no rights. This is this is the dissonance that I find. This is the dissonance that I meet the most. People really think... That because America has always been one way, it's going to stay that way and there's going to be this static freezing of, I know my rights. You can know all the rights in the world. I just don't know if you are prepared, everyone who watches these videos, to enter into a world where the rights you know have been abrogated and they don't mean anything anymore. Your lawyer on speed dial doesn't mean anything anything anymore. He may not be granted access to you. You will just be held without bail, without trial, indefinitely. I've spoken of an America coming where people were literally deleted out of society and we were never told. This person has been executed for speaking against the state. Not only did we wipe out their little online arm bank account and take all their credits for treason, we shot them too without trial. We shot them because the Office of Citizens Affairs determined that they were a threat to the general well-being and peace of our utopia society. We were never told that people had been killed. I stated clearly that in the world, in the America coming, people will be taken away and their status will be called pending. They will simply appear in the national database as pending. You could go and look up your child thinking at least if I could see an obituary, if I could just see an obituary, I'll feel better. You will see your son's name, your wife's name, your husband's name, maybe your name written pending forever and ever. And ever, it will never be updated to dead. We all knew in that time pending meant dead. It was never said because it was a sanitized society of rainbows, unicorns, and death. And nobody used scary, bad words anymore. They just did scary, bad things that everybody knew about. And nobody ever said anything about ever. That is what the beast system is going to be like. People think I'm just speaking futuristic TV. She watched this. I didn't watch this. There is a screen with me and I don't get to decide what goes on that screen. God shows it to me and it will be like that. And God is always telling me not everybody will even live that long to see what I'm talking about on this channel. The Lord said that the American war machine will be made fully visible to citizens. And he said that we will see for the first time what other people in other countries have always been seen when America goes over there to fight wars with them and to occupy them. The beast system will rely on this internal 9-11 9-11 as the perfect reason to swoop in and establish a completely different America than we've ever seen. Extreme security measures are necessary for national security. That is what we will be told whoever refuses to agree, to, to agree with this. So now I'm talking to the coalition of lawyers who will start that you can't do this and we're going to do a class action lawsuit. Well, your lawsuit will also be Pending because the Lord says that whoever stands to start resisting this stuff will be tagged. Whether they will tag people publicly, I don't think so, but they will be as, tagged as enemies of the state. And in fact, this is where the tension between the American people and their own government is going to grow from. This thing is going to introduce new IDs, a new system of fingerprinting, palm printing, multiple layers of security. I'm going to stop here for just a moment. Those of you who have laptops, you have phones, and you have maybe um, accounts where you buy slightly more upmarket things, like slightly more expensive phones, and things like that, you may have noticed in the last three to four years, something called two-factor authentication. Um, And they're saying that we want to make sure it's you. We know that you've had this email for 16 years, but now we wanna make it safer than ever. We require you to put in a phone number and then every time you log into your bank account or log into this email where you maybe buy um, lots of goods for your business, we just need to send you a little code and that code will have special numbers on your phone and then we want you to put that special number into your interface of the computer, and once you put that code in, we'll know that it's the same person who owns the computer and who owns the phone, and that's two-factor authentication. Well, the Lord showed me in the future that two-factor is going to go to body factor. They're going to want retina, they're going to want saliva, they're going to want other biometric data, they're going to want an imprint of the teeth. Please listen, so when we start to see the When we start to see um, the trending articles that come out of all the tech conferences, like in a few years you could have this, you will already know that these things are on the horizon, about to be introduced into modern, normal-day society. This is why God said that they will go to Africa and attempt to highly develop Africa I said it in one of the videos that God said, when you see these people coming and starting to talk about, oh no, that we want to give you the best internet, faster internet, because Africa needs development, Africa needs to grow, you need um, access to better Wi-Fi, you need access to better signal, and you guys need Africa so behind, we need a smart device in every hand, and they start going to all the schools and just handing out free iPads and free Samsung pads and free phones and everything like that. God says, Africa, because you are not fully wired, you are not an ideal sowing ground for the beast system. The beast system relies on false omnipotence. God is omnipotence. God is everywhere all the time at the same time. With me at your house, with your family members who may be out and about at this moment, God is everywhere always Satan cannot even come close to being omnipotent so the closest he can use is spying monitoring gadgets these things that we use have something called metadata they are little unknown tricks and tips that we leave about ourselves I saw a tech guy speaking about this once and I was amazed at how Frank he was He said that we have technology now that analyzes your eye movements. When you're using your own computer, we are able to tell how long you look at an image for what images you look at, how long you linger on a website. We can tell what gives you an emotional rush, a sexual rush simply by your browser history. They're pulling tiny little pieces of you and me and building a composite, an idea of who you are and what makes you tick. And whenever someone is building a composite of you without your consent, don't think that they're doing it to surprise you later with something nice. They're simply looking at strong points versus weak points so they can know where do we hit with this person? Are they into family? Will money get them or are they a very fearful person? Do they care this much about their health? Are we going to take them out with disease? They're looking not for strengths. They're looking mostly at weaknesses so they can know we've grouped the health people together. We know that these people have systemic body weaknesses. We're gonna take them out with this. These people are very family oriented. Kidnap that one's wife. He's gonna lose his mind. Kidnap her child. She'll do anything you want. That is what metadata is for. That is why when you're using your computer, they always ask, Do you mind cookies? Do you mind this? Do you mind that? They're asking you, Do you informally consent to helping us build our picture of who you are? And so, this is what the Lord said. That All the visible next steps of the coming AI-focused society of the beast is going to come on the back of this second event. So I was speaking about Africa and I was saying because Africa is not connected, even South America, because certain parts of the world are not that integrated, not that connected. It is essential to build the omnipotence of the beast to make the beast as strong as it will be in Europe, to make it as strong as it will be here in the United States, equally as strong elsewhere. And so that's why they will come like Santa bearing gifts. But God said, especially the word He gave was for Africa, is just understand they're not developing you to develop you, they're developing you to underdevelop you, to depopulate you, to make you enough less that you are easily controlled. So hear the word of the Lord. You can receive it, you cannot receive it, but understand I will bring it here the way it's given to me, pulling no punches, even taking time to integrate many other messages because people don't want to take the time to invest for their own safety, apparently. Only a few people, yes, it's intimidating to come to a channel and see hundreds of messages, but ask yourself, it took uncountable man hours of my life to prepare these messages for you. What are you so busy with? that you can't take the time to sit down, study, and integrate this, your father, your mother, maybe you're a single father, you're a single mother, maybe you're a young person. You're not too young if you're 16 or 19. This is not the season to be playing games with your life. This is not the season to be on Fortnite for six hours of a working day, and yet you can't read your Bible for 20 minutes. It's boring, and you're fidgety. And you think that you are prepared to go and live in the wilderness without electricity or a vaping stick or access to 17 cups of coffee. As some people need to say, oh, yeah, now I'm ready to handle my day. Who's going to be brewing coffee for you in the bush? Who's going to be supplying the addicts their fixes? Is Amazon going to be delivering your Coors Bud Light in the bushes? The next thing the Lord said is that America will have a war, a huge, massive war with Russia and China. The Lord called it a war for the ages, a clash of kingdoms. The feeling that was coming on my heart was that it will be like massive hippos fighting in a lake, causing carnage and damage. But when the water clears, he said, the smallest hippo will be defeated. And then I had a vision and I saw a vicious law of the jungle fight. So I saw a lake bed and the fight had already started. So it's not like I saw one hippo and then the other hippo came. No, the fight was already on. There were three massive bull hippos in the lake and they were fighting That law of the jungle fight, law of the jungle fight doesn't mean we fight and we rest. We fight and we rest. The law of the jungle states that you will fight until the death and may the best lion, may the best hippo, may the best wildebeest, may the best black mamba win. There were three of them in the lake and Two of them ganged up on one hippo, and that fight was vicious. They were rising up and smashing each other, goring with those huge heads. And I saw that one hippo, the smallest hippo, had his inner teeth broken during that altercation. They were flinging the water everywhere and they trampled the bed, the, the lake bed, so much that that clear water turned to mud so instead of water being flung everywhere after a while it was muddy water and they kept churning until it was mud flying everywhere but eventually the smallest hippo was beaten and he sank into the muddy lake but that was not enough the other two kept stomping him even when he went down they kept rising and thrashing him And I saw that his teeth had been broken, and he was trampled, and he drowned under the lake. All I will say here is this. There are over 23 prophecies written, each one with a date, on the master's voice concerning the fact that the Lord said that Russia and China will completely own and control this country. In one prophecy, the Lord said that America is basically going to be like a colony of Russia— What the Lord has always brought out is that America has lived by the sword for a very long time, a very, very long time. So no one should be disingenuous and and come here and start to say, but what have we done? What have we done? The only people who are allowed to say, what have we done? You have to be under the age of 15. If you are under 15 years old, you have every right to ask, but mom, dad, what have we done? And if your parents are not liars, if they are honest, they don't even have to be Christian. But if they are honest, they will tell you, well, son, we made some terrible decisions. And we, the people, supported those terrible decisions. And we said that our boys should do what our boys do best. And our boys went out and caused heartbreak, carnage. They used deception. They used terrible weapons on entire populations like agent orange and blowing those people up in hiroshima and eventually all those things like crows from an edgar allen poe story have to come home and rest right on the roof of america the lord brought up a vision to me from a very old prophecy that i don't think i've made a video for i may not but in that vision when he was showing me how America loves to cover herself with this false righteousness, I remember seeing a young blonde girl and a dark-haired boy, a raven-haired boy, playing as very little children, and God was showing me the history of how these two children grew up. They would play childhood games, but no matter what game they were playing, it always turned to games of war and contest, and every time the little blonde girl would say, that she was the hero, and that the boy with the dark hair was the baddie. If they played cowboys and Indians, she was the cowboy, and the boy with the dark hair had to be the Indian, and then she would shoot him with a stick, pow, 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 and then tell him, you have to play dead now, and he would fall on the ground and play dead. They never, ever played a game in which she was not good, and the dark-haired boy, who represented Russia, was not bad. And I saw them grow up and grow out of those games and grow into young adults, maybe 18 or 19 years old. But the girl was still doing the same thing. She still kept telling the boy, you are bad and I am good. And I saw something like a flame, something that looked like a small sun begin to burn in the heart of that boy from the time he was about 15 up into adulthood and God was showing me celestial that is hatred that is being tired with the narrative and I will say this a very kind subscriber brought to my attention because it's always a subscriber that will tell me even if the moon is falling out of the sky because I will not notice on my own a subscriber brought to my attention I think you should check this out it was the fact that Mr. Putin had made his state of the nation's address a few days ago And there were a few things that this man said that that struck me. I only saw a very short clip, but it struck me because it was the identical words that came out of my mouth in 2019. He was saying that America weaponizes her media to poison the world against his nation, that America constantly wants to set the tone and tell everybody else who they are what they do that's bad, and how she, the good one, is going to fix it. He said that people who can't keep their morality straight, that people who can't tell what a man is and what a woman is, and people who don't understand that pedophilia is not something to support, and people who don't understand that LGBTQ is not something that builds moral fiber into a community should not be the ones to tell others anything. And I remember God saying all this. God said in one of these many prophecies of the past that there will come a time in the world where nations like China, Taiwan, Russia, the Ukraine, who will be Russia's ally in the future, many nations of the world will agree and concur that the United States is a cancer in the world. Stare at me and say that I'm anti-American. Stand, stare at me as if these words, I stopped, I came from church today and then decided, what should I scribble? Now is the time to listen. America now is the time, God is talking now. Now it's God's time to talk. America has talked and talked and talked and talked and talked, but now God has has taken the pen and put it in the hand of someone that maybe you don't feel she should hold the pen, but hold the pen, I am. God is talking now. He said that the time will come, that they will come to an agreement by his spirit. No one is saying that Russia is the greatest Christian nation in the world, but God says that even people like China who are not Christian will agree. That what is coming out of Babylon's filthy cup, it's enough. It's enough because if it's allowed to grow as it already has, and if all the nations drink from it as they already have, Babylon will defile all the nations as she already has. The abortion laws are already everywhere. The bloodlust is already everywhere. Pride Day is already everywhere. The amazement in my mind that Australia, at the rim of the world, would have this day, would have this parade. Are you guys not aware that you're not connected to anybody else? And that if you promote this lifestyle, taking it to its logical conclusion, you will breed yourselves out of existence. Is this lost on you or just lost on the leaders and those who want to be free minded and supportive of everything. As I watched this short clip of what this man was saying, all I could think was great. Are you God for you speak? And then after that, his words come out of the mouth of men who do not know me, have not met me, and were definitely not speaking because they watched a celestial video and thought, why don't I go to the Kremlin and say the same thing? He said it out of his heart, just like God said, that he will put it in these people's heart, that it is enough. It is enough. And these people said that they will no longer be cooperating with some nuclear thing, whatever that is. This, I don't know. And yet people will watch this video and say NATO will show them United States. The prophecy is called Dinner at the UN. When Russia and China come here, not a single NATO member is going to do anything. Not, not Germany, not France. Not a single one of them will dare. Not a single one of them will want what they see happening here to happen to their people. They will utterly not move a muscle to help. The way nobody could help Japan, the way nobody could help Germany in the Second World War, or was it the first one? I think it was the first one. The way nobody helped Afghanistan, Syria, Iraq, and all the other places that I don't know. The final thing that the Lord said is that America will also have a war with herself, a United States civil war where atrocities will be committed on all sides as this nation tears itself to pieces. The Lord said that America is going to be heavily armed in the future. People are going to buy a lot more guns than they're buying right now. Gun ownership has gone up, so some man said on TV some months ago. I saw that but he said that people will have guns and they will be very angry prior to the outbreak of any war. And this will be because of significant changes in the way the nation is being ruled that will cause people to go haywire. So if we speak of, as we refer back, I think I might cut this prophecy into three parts because it might be too long, but we'll see. speak If we refer back to the first part, that on the back of a huge event that devastates this nation, that will be an excuse for stricter security measures. That will be an excuse for more curtailment of civil liberties and personal freedoms. Totally new laws that you never could think could be passed in this country will be passed that will anger people. Another thing that will cause the civil war, I've covered it many times, is that God says that for the sin and the evil and the false gods that are worshipped here, chief among them money. Another one, pride. A third one, shockingly, patriotism. Patriotism is more important to America than even having a relationship with God. They say for God and country, but actually it's for country self gun laws, politics, Donald Trump, a 1,000 other things, and then God at the very tail end of the parade, he says that for all that idolatry and sin, spirits will enter here that will evoke so much hatred and offense between people, between rich and poor, between black and white, and perhaps other communities, between male and female, between youth and elder, the nation will be ripping itself apart at the seams. And I wrote, when I, when I put this prophecy up in written form, I said, do the work, go online, and check and see who is at the forefront of writing articles like, could civil war happen in America? Perhaps a civil war is necessary. Perhaps the southern states should secede. The media is already stirring the pot. The instability of these people that many of you still trust to talk to you on on these various broadcasts, all of them are compromised, all of them are complicit, but people have one that say, no, 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 they they speak the truth, they're still telling the truth, they are all liars because they're owned by just three or four or five rich people. All of them are compromised and they're following a script. And that script is to make this nation boil until, as God says, brother will walk away from brother and turn and shoot. And so he said that the way the country will be ruled and the way things will start to go here will make people go haywire. Lawlessness. America will self-destruct from within because of lawlessness and people will start fleeing even before the actual war breaks out. And the Lord said that this fleeing is the meaning of come out of her, my people. So come out of her, my people, is a dual scripture. You have to come out of Mystery Babylon. You have to come out of this idol-worshipping culture. You call yourself a Christian, and yet the stuff that's in your ears, the music that you're listening to, the people that you iconize in your life, these people are witches, these people are diviners, these people are participating in human sacrifice. You call yourself a Christian, you're following these people to shows and concerts. They're cursing you they're chanting, they're playing particular special musical notes that actually stir up the human body. And that's why you get so much frenzy at these concerts. And God, your maker, your father is calling you to come out of that pagan Canaanite, Molech worshiping world. And you're like, no, God understands. And God still loves me. And I still need to twerk with the beehive And and I'm still his child. How deceived are you? How deceived are you? And then when God is taking up the time of an adult woman to talk to you, then you think that we're talking about these people because we want clout. Let me ask a simple question. What does light have to do with dark? God can reach out to these people. God can minister to these people if they want to repent. I've seen myself reaching out to some of these people. But it's only the ones that God knows will come home to him. I know that Christendom just wants to to gather them all and put them in the pit of hell. But that's not Christendom's business. These people are God's creation. And among them, among the multitude of their blood-drinking selves are a few mouths that God will rescue and use and save and turn around. The same way he took David, a killer, Moses, a killer, Apostle Paul, a killer, and used them. It is God who will decide when something has come to an end. But to think that you can say that you are light and walk the path of darkness and that you will fool Yah with that nonsense, I ask again, how deceived are you? And so, come out of her, my people, means that you have to stop mixing the leaven with your life. You have to decide if you're on the dark side or the light side. But God says, come out of her, my people, also means that God is going to be running several programs at the same time. God says that he will start to call certain people. Your hearts will begin to long for your homeland. It's as simple as that. He said that even people who were born in other homelands who have never seen where they're actually from, their hearts will burn in them as if they lived their whole life in that place. And they will not be able to resist. They will tell their spouse or they will tell their roommate, look, I'm, I'm, I'm going off on an expedition. And they will go to the place of their ancestry. And he said for some people, when they go, they will say, well, you know, it's not really built up. And it's, it doesn't have good electricity and it doesn't have good water and it's not like Oregon. And so, and then they will come back and stay. But there's some people, he says, when you go, you're going to have an aha moment. You are not going to be able to resist the call of your blood. And you will come back and you will say, I want us to move to Guyana. I want us to move back to Guyana. I want us to go back to France. I feel we should go back home. I want us to go here. I want us to go there. And he said that people at that time, you need to be very sensitive. You need to be very sensitive because some families might say, but it's easier here. And I was just about to start college. This is not the time to have a worldly perspective on things that may determine whether you live or die later. Going to college is not as important as keeping breath in your nostril three years down the line when a civil war breaks out and the gates and the borders of America shut and then you realize, oh no, UC Berkeley is closed and then I might die. I wish I had gone with my family. The carnal mind is enmity with God. Carnal means that you're just thinking about what do I do now? You're making choices based on the next 15 minutes of your existence. It is the spiritual man who will be led by God. Being spiritual doesn't mean that you ask Becky and Mark next door, oh, you guys are moving to Paraguay. Maybe Doug and I should go to Paraguay too. That's not how it works. You must seek God for yourself, for your family, for the future. And he will answer you. He says, you will call upon me and I, you will seek for me and I will answer you. I will be found of you. You can trust to those words. It doesn't mean you ask once and he doesn't answer and you fast another time and he doesn't answer. Sometimes God wants you to seek him. He's a king. He's worth it. You spend more time looking for an apartment that's got north-facing windows. What's wrong with looking for him the same amount of time? What is wrong with waiting on the Lord, Christianity? Is he not worth it? Jacob wrestled with God all night. Some of us would have clocked out at 1130 like, well, you know, he's overpowering me. And I mean, he is God. He wrestled all night for a blessing. A man perceiving that he had taken hold of the eternal one was not afraid to say there's a thousand rules against touching you, but you came in my path. I'm laying hold. I will not let go until you bless me. My life is intolerable. This illness is intolerable. This addiction is intolerable. This looking for sex on Tinder is intolerable. The things I say out of my mouth, the things I think about the desires that are ruling over me is intolerable. I am going to hold on to you, grab onto you. I'm not letting go until you do something. What is wrong with waiting on God? absolutely nothing. He's worth every minute, every second, every spoonful of food you don't put in your mouth. He is worth it. You don't have a single other thing in your life, on your calendar, coming up ever that is more worth it than to wait upon the Lord. Wait, wait, I say, upon the Lord. God is worth it. He deserves it. He's done too much, and he has been too good, despite the losses, the disappointments, the pain, the heartache, the hurt, the, but I thought, but I thought it was going to go this way. Rapture crowd, it's not going to go how you think. So you better come out of those hucksters and shysters, I dreamt and he told me the date. Lord, take the wheel. He told you the date of what? Your latest deception. And see grown men and women sitting in that space. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. We wait in hope. Better wait in hope and fireproof that home. In Jesus' name. It's not going to go how we think. When sins are committed, personal sins, national sins, there's no kicking the can down the road. Oh Lord, please judge the, the other generation. It's this, this generation. The can, the kicking of cans, can kickery has ended. The can has come to a standstill. Jesus has taken the can out of the game and put it on his table the way parents take the ball when children are fighting and say, that's right, no more game for anybody. It is time now for judgment. Are you in or are you out? As simple as that are you in with the Lord are you in the hiding place the secret place of the Most High or are you still out there looking for your next trick your next high your next scam your next bag of weed we sit here in a nation where these people are legalizing narcotics legalizing psychedelics, telling us, oh no, it reboots certain parts of the brain. And then you can go back there and heal those memories. How about just praying and saying, God, this part of me is broken. I still hate that man who assaulted me. I still hate that woman who cheated on me and destroyed this 45 years of marriage. This part of me is broken. I'm going to keep bringing it back to the cross until you pour the oil and the wine on my brokenness. America, you are constantly talking about, oh no, soon we fly. Because the oil and the wine, and I'm reading the same scripture as you, and my brain is telling me the common sense understanding that you can't get oil and you can't get wine without crushing. Nobody wants to be crushed. No, Jesus shouldn't crush anyone. He should just marinata his way in here because we can see it's getting strange. President G walking up to the podium and just saying what. is on his mind these days letting it fly and what did the lord say in the prophecy celestial tell them that they will see america being blasted publicly by presidents who don't care anymore they will say exactly what's on their mind they will even make their speeches and then go (laughs) as if to say how ridiculous and a joke are you united states of what Tell them that the presidents will no longer hold back, but will come on state TV national address and say exactly what they feel like saying to the United States with absolutely no fear of reprisal. No fear of reprisal means that nobody's scared anymore. Nobody's buying the rhetoric anymore. Everybody has taken off the rose-colored glasses and they're blinking in the sunlight and looking at this nation and saying, Is this really the hammer of the whole earth? All these things the Lord has said. For years, I've been here saying it. And then people are sending me email. What are your beliefs? I believe that you need help and that you need to grow up and fast. You that do this. The Lord said... That people should come out of mystery Babylon and be found on his side. For this nation will fall to her judgments. But those who are the Lord's are in his protection. Come out of her, my people, lest you share in her sins and lest you receive of her plagues. The Lord said that Russia and China will take people away from this nation. I have already covered it. I have already spoken many times in the old videos that you that doesn't like to cover up you that just will wear stars on your female parts and go and dance on tables and have men throwing money at this body that Jesus Christ died for let me explain something to you that I only really recognized this nation is complicit in a lot of sexual sin it's the, almost the first thing that you see, like this patina, this coating of lust on people. It comes out in their words. It comes out in their behavior. Sex is just another high to chase. Bodies piling up for male and female. Imagine the sexual act. The young people are calling it bodies. Body counts. Repent. Because what came to me is that lust is a spirit. And I've always wondered why the Lord will say when he talks about Russia and China taking people away. I can tell men who are in sin, the punishment will be capture and then being carried to these places to build the cities exactly the way the Israelites did. The Lord said that when, even when they rebuild stuff here after they bomb it, cleanup efforts, it's Americans who will do the cleanup of the mess that Russia and China make. Labor camps. To those who did history, I think the word is gulags. Gulags, a forced labor camp with not enough sleep, not enough rest, deliberately underfed until eventually your your body's tighter, tighter, tireder. Basically, the punishment is hard labor slave labor but specifically to the women the punishment is to be taken to these sex brothels to sleep with men one after the other one after the other not even proper paid prostitution where you are getting your bag as they called it you're getting your coin no you are there to provide a service for a sex brothel and the lord would always say He would always say that they, they will know. And I'm writing the prophecy, but I'm thinking, Lord, how, how does a Chinese soldier know who is a righteous girl and who is not a righteous girl? When everyone is captured, it's not like they're going to capture people in bars. The Lord said, these people are coming here at an hour. Nobody knows. They're coming when America is oblivious. They're coming so fast that the East Coast would not be able to warn the West Coast and say, we've been hit, save yourselves. If they come on the West, no. They will be simultaneously like a crab. I saw a big red crab, how funny, Russia represented by red, China represented by red. I saw a big red crab just run up on the US map and just put its claws around East and West Coast and squeeze. And these terrible lightning bolts, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolts of pain began to come off America like radio waves, pain, sudden attack, no warning, no time to get the F1s and the F53s and the, I don't even know anything, so let me not even try to name what I don't know. No time to get all the fancy things in the air, just like that. Women, I saw women, females, a woman like myself, yourself, coming out of the sea in wintertime. The sea was the kind of cold you don't even want to be at the beach, freezing. And those women are coming up on the beach, armed, taking off that thing, walking like men on the shore. These women in these armies... I think the only thing that they lack is the physical strength and versatility of a male. That is all that they do not have, but willingness to die equal to the male and why God covered it in the, in the prophecy. I think it's called the Russians are coming or the Russians will take America. He said that when these people are trained, they're not trained on love and liberty and for country. And he also said that the U.S. Army gives so many incentives that at least half the kids who sign up are signing up because, hey, you can get a scholarship. You can get your car paid off, house paid off, see the world. In these other armies, it is conscription. You serve as a matter of duty. You serve and die if you have to as a matter of blood. It's about honor and it's about blood. And those are ideals that we talk about here in, the, in America, but nobody's actually willing to lay skin down and die. People be like, I mean, you see it with cops and security guards all the time. They're like, they don't pay me enough per hour for this. But to go back to my original thought, I always used to wonder, I, I obediently write these things, but Lord, how will Russia know if we're all captured, if people are captured, how does Russia know instinctually? He just said they will know. That's because I finally put it together, because I meditate on the things that God gives me. I don't just listen and say, oh, you know, my heart is heavy. If my heart is heavy, so what? What will my heavy heart do? What am I going to waste time in heaviness of heart when I can break? When I can speak to God, when I can say, here I am, sitting at your feet like a domerman pincher, remember me, remember my family, remember that I'm trying to keep my hands clean before you, remember me, and show me faithfulness, God, I have loved you. Heavy heart for what? Lust is a spirit, and lust does not leave a woman unless she repents, of her sins. So they don't have to catch you b- working on your body count. They don't have to catch you shacked up and living with a man, even if you've had children with him, you're not married to him. They don't have to catch you in that posture. The spirit of lust that is on you, draped on you, that's what those men will see. Because when men have their desire rise, it's also lust. Unless it is in a marriage covenant, then it's not lust. Then it is desire. Desire is completely different from lust. So when those soldiers have been here, all their wives are back in Beijing and back in Kiev and wherever. And the captives are being lined up. It dawned on me that lust will recognize lust and that is how those females will be called for that brothel work that I saw women, I saw women pass away in that thing from heartbreak. They literally just withered on the inside and passed away. It wasn't because of mechanical failure like, oh, she is sick. Heart brokenness, heart brokenness, they passed away. Some women were strong and they endured it. They endured it because they really felt that there was hope of rescue, hope of being brought back. And the Lord was showing me that captivity is a captivity that will stay. If you are one that gets put on that boat, you are never coming back here because with the passage of time, there will be nothing here to come back to. If anyone thinks this is of my mind, be my guest. But if you hear God who took Israel naked, I will say but naked because he told them into captivity with your buttocks bared. If you think that he took his people stripped to Babylon for 70 years for their sins, and that he cannot do it again in this age time, then you truly do not know this God. Superstars will sit on horses and mock the eternal one. Talk about using the pages of the Bible for whatever she said, and then you will defend that and then still claim to be his, how deceived, how confused are you? How dark is your eye, your intellect, and your own spirit? You do not know that even now he is spitting you out of his mouth until you repent. The video has become long. Here are the verses that the Lord said that people in this country will run to the four corners of the earth for refuge because of how unstable America will become. They will flee in every direction, for that is the nature of war. I will scatter them among the nations, whom neither they or their fathers have known. And then I will send the sword after them until I have consumed them. Jeremiah 9 and 16. And they shall know that I am the Lord. When I disperse them among the nations and scatter them among the countries, Ezekiel 12 and 15, I will scatter you among the nations and disperse you into the countries, and I will consume your uncleanness out of you, Ezekiel 22 and 15. And I scattered them with a whirlwind among all the nations that they had not known. Therefore, the land they left was desolate so that no one went to and fro, and the pleasant land was made desolate. Zechariah 7 and 14. These are the dreams and the visions of the Lord given to me in one night, spoken clearly for all to understand. Let them call me a doom and a gloom, but when you switch on your TV, And you actually see the doom and the gloom in the mouth of Fox, CNN, NBC, MSNBC, and they're trying to put a positive spin on it, but you do your homework and you look at a few alt news channels and you look at what the foreign people are reporting without bias, then you will make the decision, is it coming from me or is it coming from on high? The Lord said 2023 is the year of the giants falling. Public scandals, shame of the famous, exposés of those who are showing a squeaky clean outer image now but are living defiled in the closet. It is a year for unrest, for difficulties with money will continue to pile up. Remember that whatever you have, if you put it into the hands of God, he will keep it. Even your pet If you put it into the hands of God, your money, your health, your children, your marriage, whether it's going well or going horrible, the Lord will keep, heal, restore. But whatever it is that you operate by your own flesh, your own wisdom, remember, you're responsible for it. This is Celestial with the Master's voice. These are the words that I have been given to steward. It is no wonder that in my dreams my mother tries to stand as my protector because she knows that no one can speak like this without cost. Thank you for being with me and until I see you again, goodbye.